on 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. G'day amigos and welcome to the Four Diegos here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. On a Wednesday night, a cold Wednesday night, and thanks to finding on another great show. And of course the GBU crew and the number 37, uh, some great names from yesteryear in, uh, in the world of uh, football and other things. Vinny Venezuela, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Rodrigo. I'm a little bit upset. What's wrong? As, well, you know, a good Lily, Lily Venezuela, the uh, one I love, yes. who, who I've groomed to be the a, apple of a, your eye, apple of my eye, yes. was in a controversial uh, world footballing moment uh, today where, you know, big game, big game, mm. there, was a, there was a whole um, raft of teams, it was a carnival type situation, they got to the, the, the final, they got to, they played, they, they played four games, got to the, the last game, the final game. Went went to penalties. Yes. Went to penalties. Yes. And the other team won on penalties, but the the ref allowed the same person to kick more than one penalty in a penalty shootout. I was shocked. Surely, no result. They have to go back you'd and think, do the penalty think, shootout again. Surely, I, I will be leaning on on the powers that be because we have friends in high places. I've already... <laughs> Carlos Alberto Diego, welcome to you. Have you got an opinion on this? Because I'm actually outraged, but I'd check the match fixing, the Singapore match fixers. <laughs> it could go all the way. <laughs> they, you know, and the referee, the yeah. uh, they tampered with the referee. <laughs> yeah. And what uh, age group are we talking about here, Vinny? Young. Young. Enough to Kiddies. break enough to break their spirits, Carlos. <laughs> with their tears? No, they were oh, they were good, very strong, resilient. Good, so, yeah. you know, the upside is that it, it built resilience. Yes. So it was good for that. Oh, but good learnings. <laughs> good learning. <laughs> but, but we wanted the win. Yes. Oh, that's anyway. interesting, Vinny Venezuela. Let's hope it was just an oversight. Maybe the hot topic should be when were your kids <laughs> robbed in <laughs> yes. junior football, and what what did you do about it? Yeah, that can we take? Can we? No, no. <laughs> no we, can, we, we can do that too. Okay, we'll, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw can, that one open. That's that's the hot topic Broadway. number one. That's the off Broadway yeah, hot topic. Yeah. How were your kids robbed yes. in world football? Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Warren Diego, you're in the studio. Yeah, too. apparently the Seekers were at there and singing the carnival was over <laughs> at the end. Now, you know, the funny thing is you raised that topic about um, when were your kids robbed. I actually played a game of football under a false name <laughs> once. Oh. Prousey I was for the day. Hang on, that, that was Aussie rules though. Yeah, it was Aussie rules I, under I, a false admit, name. So it wasn't Warren now Diego. Now no, no, it was Prousey I was for the day. Now that we're cleansing everyone's soul, I'm going to admit that I actually played overage. <laughs> oh, no. When, oh, no. When, with the under 10s when I was 12 years old. And the funny thing is, like they, you know, in those days they had the, the, the passports. passports. And before the game, you'd line up and the opposition coach or the team manager would go through and check your passport to your face. And the fact that I had a beard and I drove to the game <laughs> probably gave it away. But the fact that I was like maybe head and shoulders above in, in size, in yeah. height, above everyone else in my team. Uh, I won't say that the team I was uh, playing for, and I won't say uh, that the 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 ground where we were playing, but uh, let's just say it was a fairly you know, quite well known junior team, and uh, and I, I'm admitting to the world now that I cheated back when I was 11 years old. Yeah, oh. and I was I, I was actually a little bit older. I was about 17 or so when I cheated, <laughs> but. Uh, Right. I actually got a kick that day too. Oh, Maybe it was the false name. Well, they, well, they were under 12s. <laughs> You'd expect to get a kick. True. I'm such True. a clean skin. I've never done anything like really? that in my life. Oh, jeez. 
It's disappointing. Well, I was playing cricket once. And I, um, <laughs> there was a run out, and I missed the. I was at the bowlers, and I missed the missed the bales. Oh yeah. With you know, as the, as the throat came in, yeah, I missed the yeah, bales. But you took it with your hands. No, and then just moved up and just tipped. Oh, it off. okay. Yeah, that, that's a bit cheaty. That's, oh yeah. yeah I did a, a I did that's a hand a nice of God cheat. once. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the pitch and I did a hand of God. Ooh, okay, well, that's a third hot topic. How did you cheat <laughs> in world football? Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. There's plenty to talk about yeah. uh, in the world game instead of this kind of stuff. Um, but uh, Vinny Venezuela, we've got a hot topic. Yes, of, we have uh, the official hot topic. Official. It's just come in. We've just confused our listeners. What so, is the official hot topic the, the that we talked hot, about? The official hot topic <laughs> is on the back of the fact that Brendan Rodgers has come out and said to Van Gaal, it's not going to be easy for you. Yep. Sure, you've won things in other leagues in your first season, yep. but don't come to the Premier League and think it's going to be an easy ride because the bottom teams are as good as the top teams and there are you know, there are always five good teams competing and vying for glory. So just step back, Louis, step back. And so the the question out there is, I guess, do you think Man U will end up higher than Liverpool? So who do you think? The hot topic is who will end up higher, yeah. Liverpool or Man U? So this okay. is just one for the Man U Liverpool. Supporters. How do you feel about that, Warren? Well, obviously, I need to exclude myself from. All this I need to say is Suarez, 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 no, no, Suarez, no, no. Suarez, Suarez, Suarez. You've not replaced him, <laughs> and we've got Man U who've just taken America by storm. <laughs> Right? You've asked the question, Carlos. I think you asked the question of me <laughs> I, if I, I was no, Dr. Stake. my questions are rhetorical questions. <laughs> then you don't need to be asked, you know, return, responding to it. You tell me what you think then. Well, I clearly think that, well, there's a couple of things. First of all, Manchester United won a pre-season friendly tournament, which isn't a good sign. Wing so that's six, a bad sign. Wing six kissing your sister games it's in a row. It's not a good sign. It's a good sign. No, it's not a good sign. It's a good sign. They've signed no one. They're relying on the same... No, this is fact. Fact. They're relying on the same players midfield back as what they have in previous years. If Rooney has a good season and Van Persie stays uninjured, they'll be better. But with the likes of Phil Jones and Co in the middle of the park, if you saw the way he just clumsily fell down and tripped... Raheem Sterling to give away the first penalty in that game in Miami after they played in front of 103,000 people. 109,000 against Real Madrid. Madrid. That was a very soft game. Look, Liverpool, and I've said this, and I said this on a bus, Vinny, I don't know where we were. I think, yes, I do. It was from Rio de Janeiro. (laughs) Yes. It was from Rio de Sao Paulo. I said, and I will say this to every Man U fan and every fan doubting Liverpool, including you, the loss of Luis Suarez's goals is not going to be the difference between Liverpool winning the tournament and not. We scored enough goals. We scored 107 goals last season. You take the 31 goals that Luis Suarez <laughs> scored, out of that, 70 goals is enough hang to on, win hang the on, hang Premier on. League. And no, how, no. Many, how many assists? Okay. What I'm saying no, to you, hang on, hang on. how not, many assists did he have in that, uh, plus the 31 goals? I'm not goals. a walking encyclopedia, Well, I can Carlos. tell you, I can tell you, at least 20 assists. Okay. So you're taking 51 no, goals, no, 51 goals out of, you're a, 51 <laughs> goals out of, a, what is it, 107? <laughs> That's relegation. That's relegation goals. stuff. You're an absolute blockhead. <laughs> I tell you what, you're a blockhead. Can I say I do recall that uh, conversation yeah, you do. Bus and the raucous laughter that came <laughs> after. I'm saying again, Liverpool will finish. The bus driver could even speak English, but he was laughing. Liverpool will finish. Double figures points ahead of Manchester United oh, this season. Gee, Liverpool, will, Liverpool will finish top three. 
I'm not saying they can win it. Hang on. They'll finish top Ma- three. Matty Lee, Matty, yep, Spider, can you tape this, please? Yep. Record this. Pedro on the panel, record this. Yep. Wrap it up in its own folder. Yeah. <laughs> And play it at the appropriate time. And I reckon probably by Christmas you could play this. Okay, I'll say it again. I'll say it again so it's clear and you can get me. Liverpool will make an automatic Champions League spot. Manchester United will not. They're oh, done and dusted. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. If you've got an opinion on that, make sure you send us a text message or give us a call on nine four two nine eleven. Rodrigo, you've got to have an opinion on that. Surely. Well, you do. You're um, a man, you fan. Who will finish on the higher on the English Premier League table, Manchester United or Liverpool? Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. We'll take your calls on that one as well. Let's go to John in Rosanna. Wants to talk about the Real Madrid versus Man mm. U crowd. How are you, John? Hey, good day, boys. Welcome back. Yeah, uh, good just, to be back. Just, just want to clarify that that crowd that we saw the other day there in uh, downtown Michigan yeah. <laughs> uh, will basically tell uh, uh, FIFA that uh, Qatar will be, um, as we say, uh, out and uh, in USA for the 2022 World Ooh. Cup. Uh, it's exploded over there, hasn't it, John? Uh, it's it's basically what the world wants to see. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, effectively, it was a kissing your sister friendly. <laughs> and the 109,000 Americans rocked up to it. Uh, and they had some uh, sort of a uh, aerial shots of that stadium and yeah. looked fantastic. Yeah. It looked like it, it, it actually looked like the Madakana back in, two, in 1950 when they got 200 or 199,500 people in that stadium. It just seemed to go on. Forever and ever and ever. It was great. I was a bit worried, though, because most of the fans still bought their baseball glove. I'm not sure whether they were expecting that. <laughs> did you see? That was, a, that was an absolute proper stadium. But did you see the games that were played at Yankee, Yankee Stadium, stadium yeah. and at, um, at Fenway Park where the grass was bought in temporarily to actually cover up the pitch? It was quite amazing. Actually, we've got to get, we've got to get our good friend Ed White on uh, and talk about what's hap- whether football's finally broken through in America. I know, I know it seems weird because they've invested a lot, David Beckham, and, and you know they've had the MLS for a number of years now, and they're good crowds. But I think if you ask any American who loves their baseball and NFL and so forth, you'd still have the, the football or the soccer, that, the way they call it over there, probably fourth or fifth in, mm. in the hierarchy of sports. I wonder whether... You know, these sort of crowds they're getting in the friendlies, plus the MLS and uh, the fact that New York uh, New York FC is up and running there. They paid $100 million for that license. All these great players are going over there and playing David Veer and uh, Frank Lampard and so forth. I wonder whether football's finally arrived in America and what that means in the hierarchy of sports. We need... Uh, Ed White to have a chat yeah, to us, and we'll try and get him in the next couple of weeks. And if it, yeah, if, yeah. It's, if anyone out there who knows their American football, their uh, MLS, and, and the, the landscape of American football, or American sport, see whether the football's actually finally, uh, you know, jumping up that uh, hierarchy of sports over there. Thanks for your call, John. It was very, very good to see. Before we go to Len, craziest thing I've ever heard on radio, Liverpool doesn't have the squad to make the top four. No Suarez equals no Liverpool, Adam in Greenvale. I let's concur, to, Adam. Let's go to Len in Heidelberg Heights. Wants to talk about Liverpool compared to Manchester United. G'day, Len. Welcome to the show. G'day, fellas. Uh, that's normally logically true. No Suarez, no Liverpool. But he is that good. Uh, but, <laughs> he is that good. Uh, but they have spent well, although they haven't spent... Uh, uh, enough to get a, a really big champion uh, striker, which they need. Yep. I think they will. And I think when they do, I'd say there's a chance. I wouldn't say it's a certainty, but there's a chance Manchester 
will be a heartbeat away from uh, uh, being wound up as a club. Wound up? <laughs> yep, because because Rangers overspent and, and got themselves into a position where they, they just couldn't go on and they didn't have the success to keep the, um, the money coming in. Manchester's uh, owners said last week, uh, one of the glaziers, I think, or at least one of their chief financial people said last week, if we do not make the Champions League uh, in the coming year, then we will not be able to attract players. We will not be able to pay players that have got existing contracts. Uh, And if that did happen uh, over a period of another, say, two years, uh, which is certainly certain, uh, they would not make the uh, Champions League. They've got a debt of 600, 700 million, and the people who run them, their chief source of income is supermarkets, and supermarkets are losing money hand over fist in America. You make a good case there, Len, uh, but I, I just, I, you know, I think an uh, uh, industry like Manchester, you know, I call them an industry because if you travel through Asia, uh, as, as I do a, a fair bit, uh, really, the number one club there. I mean, you, you still see the Liverpool shirts and the Arsenal shirts around the place, but uh, the number one club in Asia for a long, long time has been Manchester United. Yes, they do need to keep winning. True, because I think the likes of Man City are really bridging that gap with the amount of money they're spending and the strategic uh, buying of clubs around the world and the and the tours and so forth. But Chelsea's doing that. Uh, they've been doing it for a while. Liverpool's starting to do that now. And you saw the potential of Liverpool uh, in Australia last year with the 96,000 people at uh, uh, MCG against Victory. I just reckon it'll take a lot more than just one or two years of failure with Manchester United. But you're right. The pressure certainly is on. Uh, Manchester United to always win things and always succeed. They will make the Champions League at very least this season. Um, who will drop out? I'm not sure, but geez, it's going to be really competitive. I cannot wait for this season's uh, English Premier League. And um, and the other thing is, I don't think Man U or Liverpool have stopped spending. I think there's a big, big there's a big striker in the, Liverpool before the yeah. I think there's a big window. player in Liverpool and a big player for Man U before the transfer window shuts or even before the season starts. I reckon. Yep. I think uh, Man U will also also always be a big brand. And that you look you look at uh, Liverpool the way that um, even though it's had some lean years, it's still. Uh, a team whose name carries a lot of romanticism uh, with it. And I think players uh, are happy to play for Liverpool because it, it is a club with a, with a big history. And I think Man United is equal in, in that regard as well. So I, I can't see the Man United reputation taking a hit just because... But, but Len, is, Len is actually right. They're highly geared financially. Yes, I think they've just sold shares up to 77 yeah. million yeah, no, American no, dollars They or don't something. want to muck around too much. Uh, but I, I cannot... It's like Real Madrid. I mean, they're hugely in debt, Real Madrid. Um, they, I mean, their liabilities uh, make up a, a, a big portion of their assets. But no bank in Spain will ever shut down Real Madrid. And I think it'll be a big, big, very courageous bank manager if they ever shut Manchester United down too. So the I think some of... Uh, yeah, Manchester. Yeah, Bendigo Bank. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they will never shut down Manchester United. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just think uh, they're too big. And Glasgow Rangers is very different. I mean, they, they had a big brand around the world, but I'm not... Sh- Look, I know they've got supporters around the world, but it's nowhere near the size of the likes of Liverpool and... Uh, and Manchester United. The one thing I will say is that I think that the Champions League has become so big in terms of the tournament itself 
that no matter the profile of the club, that it is inexorably harder to sign big players when you're not playing Champions League. Now, Manchester United, okay, they got Luke Shaw. He's their biggest signing so far. They've been in for Vidal. They've been in for a number of guys. Haven't got anyone over the line. I think Champions League, if you haven't got it, yes, man, you can still draw players, but it's a lot harder than what it was five or ten years ago as Liverpool have found being out of the Champions League for the last five years. What drugs is that guy on? Is a text uh, message <laughs> coming through there, Warren? Who is that guy? Anonymous. Anonymous. I'm uh, high on life and Liverpool. <laughs> there you go. Half the English team at the World Cup were Liverpool players. Enough said. Fair, fair <laughs> point. Fair, I think he's referring to the fact that... Oh, he's taking that as a negative. Yeah. Well, you could take yes. that as a positive. It you know what? Good. You know what? Liverpool fans unite and start getting on that text messaging machine. Start backing me up, please. I'm... Feeling a little bit alone. <laughs> I think they're alone. Fun. I think they're oh. much smarter than what you think they are. Oh, Liverpool he, he's one shush Liverpool muff, muppet. Oh, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> of that. Oh muppet. You're still pinching yourself that Liverpool even made the top four. Don't assume top four is a given for Liverpool this season. We've got uh, quite a few text messages, uh, Vinny Venezuela. You've uh, hit a nerve with this uh, hot topic tonight on zero four. Which one? Three. We've got three <laughs> going. Well, the main one. The main one. Yeah. Okay. Which was the planned one? The, the, who, who will end up higher, Liverpool or Man U? Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Let's get to some Australian news before we go to a break. And uh, good to hear that Jason Davidson um, has <sighs> been snapped up by West Bromwich Albion. Great move for uh, young Jason Davidson. Had a fantastic World Cup. Was you know people are touting it as one of the finds of the World Cup, which is great news. Carlos, you, it, you, know, it, you know the boy. It's really interesting um, because I still think. A guy like Jason Davis has got another 40% improvement in his game. I, he had a good World Cup, but I still think uh, there's a, a lot of improvement. Even in, in Holland, uh, I was lucky enough to go and see him play over there. And, uh, you know, I just felt that was just watching him play in the Eredivisie there that, uh, that, gee, this guy is playing well, but he could play so much better in a really intense environment. And I know after the World Cup, there are up to three German clubs, not, I'm not talking about the Bayern Munichs, but maybe more mid-range clubs were looking at him. Uh, so a couple of Italian clubs were looking at him and also uh, I think up to three English clubs were looking at him. West Brom really wanted him though. So that's where he really wanted to go. So um, I was asked on Half Show today whether I thought it was a good move. I, I would have personally thought for his own development as a 23-year-old, it would have been great if he was playing in the Bundesliga, where you know you play three or four years in that, and you can name your name your price anywhere around the world. I reckon in uh, in the EPL, you almost got to be a star straight away. You can't be frozen out. You can't be floating around not playing first-team football. He's going in late. He's he's coming in late because uh, he, he has he hasn't been allowed to train with the club, and the English Premier League starts next weekend. So if it starts next weekend, uh, that's sorry, that's uh, Charity Shield next week, isn't it? No, no, yeah. Charity Shield's this weekend. This weekend, yes, it's the following, the following weekend. weekend. So he's uh, either got to jump in there with the, the level of fitness he's got at the moment, or he's got to wait his turn. If he waits his turn, they start winning. It could take him a while to get in that side, which is not good for him. So we'll have to wait and see. I'll put it out there. I would have thought that there were better clubs for him to go to in the Premier League. I think West Bromwich Albion will definitely be in the bottom five teams. And they were mid-table this season, weren't they? No, they lost. Last they season? had two managers go down the tubes last season, and yeah, they, they finished about they finished about fourteenth or fifteenth. And I'm just worried about actually becoming a fullback partner when Julian Lescott's been the guy that's been signed as the central defending partner. Oh, look, good luck to him, and I think it'll be great to see a player of his skill and his talent. The one thing 
that we've always loved about the English game is fullbacks who like to get forward, who have got pace, and it's been one of the great things about the English game. Davidson fits into that. If he's allowed to play his natural style and is not, you know, constricted with a new manager there, I think it's a great move for him because he should play and he should be able to play regularly. And you we can watch him gonna, every week. He's going to yeah. take a few guys on, and that's the good thing it, about it, him. It's, it's a reason why I watch English Premier League is where Millie Yednak plays, or if Mark Swartzel was playing for the Australian was playing, I'd stay up and watch the game. Yeah. And uh, I'll yeah. do that with Jason Davidson too with uh, West Brom games now. It's very interesting too. It's a two-year contract. It's not a long one. So, mm. you know, I don't know whether that was because West Bromwich wanted it that way or Jason's. I think it's, it's good for Jason because it's short and it means that he can plan – or he can work towards planning his yep. next move, and he's going to be at a fantastic age. To I, I think I think both West Brom and also the J- Davidson camp know that that West Brom's a, a stepping stone club, and they know it themselves. They get a guy for virtually nothing, and then they sell him for money down the track once he becomes a complete player. So that's the plan, and uh, we'll see how it goes after that. But Timmy Cale apparently uh, he was a referee. Was... He was a referee for the manager of. Uh, West Bromwich Albion basically telling him that he should give this kid a go because I know him really well, played a great World Cup. So he's uh, got a good endorsement from Timmy. And um, in late breaking news in terms of transfers, um, the best name player that was transferred to a Premier League club last year, Ricky Van Wolfswinkel. Oh, yes, yes, I remember him. (laughs) Who went down with Norwich. He's been loaned out to a French team. So that's sad because Ricky came as Norwich's highest ever player. I think he scored one goal for the season. Yep. And they went down, unfortunately. So he's out of the Premier League. So we won't be talking about Van Wolfswinkle. Oh, right. That's which is disappointing. Shame. It's yeah. like he's got his own fairy tale, isn't it? <laughs> With a man like that, he's probably just gone to a club called Lil. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Anyway, um, just uh, quickly before we go to a break, return from a six-week siesta. and Warren's still talking <laughs> nonsense. There you go. Thanks, John, in Port Melbourne. Let's take a break and come back with uh, more of the Diego's right after this on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. Yes, we're here on a Wednesday night here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. The hot topic has hit a nerve tonight on 0433981116. Who will finish on? Uh, who will finish higher on the English Premier League? Have you table? said Vinny? Manchester United or Liverpool? Have you declared? Who I think? Yeah, I reckon Man U will go higher. You've declared? Yeah, yeah no, easy. Easy, no question. I picked it last year when you guys didn't win the English Premier League. I said, "You what? You, you, there's no guarantee you're going to finish second again." Rodrigo, don't have an opinion. Uh, you, um. you got Arsenal. <laughs> on, you got Arsenal. You got Chelsea. You got Man City. You got Man United. And you got Liverpool. That's six clubs for four places. It's Did, five clubs for four places. <laughs> Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, Man. Yeah, okay, five clubs, four places. Mm. Correction. And and Tottenham. They backed themselves oh, too. Them they backed, oh, you know. No, I think too. losing Suarez is, uh, I think it's going to have a bigger effect than think, you think yeah. there, Warren. Anyway, in Brendan We Trust, best manager in the EPL. And uh, what do you know about Liverpool's new signing, Javier uh, Manquillo? Great show, fellas. Thanks, uh, Mike and East. Yeah, he's Bentley. a 21-year-old Spanish international left back. Surprising because Rogers has got more fullbacks both sides than you'd actually think you need. I think he's got three... On that side, if you chuck in Kelly, Flanagan... So he's going to sell one of them. Well, you'd think um, he's got 
Kelly, Flanagan, Johnson. He's got this new guy. He's got um, another who's, guy. He's got that the Australian signed. kid. Who's the Australian kid yeah, again? What's his name? Yeah, I should know his name, but I don't. But he's not Australian. He's playing for England. And then, you, then you've also got um, Jose Enrique, who didn't play for large amounts last season as well. So, so he's just forgotten he's got that many fullbacks. Well, <laughs> or what? what well, what's his story? I mean, is there a plan here? <laughs> Defensive. Will he? Will he just? Will, you know, will he just play this this system where he has ten people on the left side? Well, with yeah. one left-sided prong, I'm not quite sure what he's looking to do, but um, he has. And there's see, more that's to come. doubtful. See, that's a voice of doubt from you too. You're not sure what he's ho- hoping to do. Where's your confidence? Yeah, good mm. point. <laughs> no, no, it's just because I'm not sure what he's doing in that position doesn't mean that it undermines my overall confidence. Oh. And if you let me finish about this thing about not worried about losing goals for Liverpool. I'm not worried about the goals. The goal, we'll score enough goals. It's defence. But Warren, We need to reduce you know the number of goals we can see. This is what it is, Warren. Last year, it was champagne football. It was un- still undeniable champagne, Suarez football, Sterling, Sturridge. It, it was all going to plan beautifully. And now you've taken three a men, major cog out of the wheel. Three yeah. men improved 15% and we've got Louis Suarez. Vinny, they didn't take the cog, they took the engine. They took the engine. The whole engine's gone. Well, that's well, Warren's getting some support here on the uh, SMS. <laughs> Liverpool will finish higher. Try to look at the fact that Suarez not being there will give more opportunities to the likes of Sterling, Sturridge, etc. Even Gerrard to score more and maybe play better as a team as a whole. Is that a possibility, Andrew in South Morang? I can tell you what, Andrew. What you're already finding in the preseason, I'm jumped in before everyone. What you're already finding in the preseason, Coutinho's getting further forward, Henderson's getting further forward. I'm telling you now, I'm absolutely giving you the absolute drum, Carlos and Vinny. <laughs> the drum is. For whatever, for the number of goals that Luis Suarez scored last season, there will be players that will step up and score at least 20 of those 30 goals. And I'll list Coutinho, Henderson. Okay, that's anyone, right. Please, is, 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 any, is anyone in Melbourne listening to this right did, now? Did Are they just all switched off? Yeah. They shouldn't have listed. Yeah, I know. I know. It was going really well. Dead air. Listed. Dead air was a giveaway. <laughs> i tell you what, I thought someone did switch off yeah, the radio. Yeah. I think they actually, I think I actually we're talked. On yeah. I talked when the red light came on too earlier. I apologise. Sam the Hammer, Liverpool by a country mile. Thank you very much. Um, and then Warren just sounds unconvincing. You're drunk. What? Go home, Dalton in Frankston. <laughs> How more convincing? Who's that guy? Well... Anonymous, How but, more uh, convincing does Mr. Anonymous want me to be? I'm absolutely know, convinced. I'm out of an argument six weeks ago in defence of this topic. I, I, like the thing is with Suarez, he is just an X factor. He is. I don't. You put him in any team, he's the X factor. He's amazing. Apart from the the eating he does on the job, <laughs> he's amazing. And I just can't see no, you can't. the team being the same. Irreplaceable. Or, and the other thing too. What, as soon as they're a bit down in the dumps, they're going to say, geez, it was, you know, when Louis was here, it was different. <laughs> That's right. And it's got a snowball. Yeah. It really is. The bigger question is how will Carlos be able to watch West Ham in the championship next year after they go down? I'm not Darren like, I'm not like Warren. West Ham need to spend a year in the championships or a couple of years in championships just to teach themselves a lesson. They got beaten by Sydney FC, didn't they? In the and Wellington, yeah, Carlos. Yeah. And Malaga, That's I think, right. as yeah. well. I tell you, we're hopeless. I, I certainly won't defend West Ham, that's for sure. There you go. Um, YNWA, you'll never win anything. <laughs> Man United will win the title, full stop. Uh, the li- title? Talk about <laughs> drunk. David I'm not drunk. <laughs> that's drunk. There you go. I mean, fair income. Deluded, misguided, 
rubbish. I thought we were going to go through another list. Yeah. Um, okay, let, let's just uh, – we'll come back to the hot topics because it's going off like uh, like I haven't seen the – bride's uh, nighty, yes, as thank they you. used to say. I was going to say something like that, but I, I edited before I spoke. <laughs> but anyway, hey, what about the um, FFA Cup, guys? <laughs> what about the FA Cup? Yes, the FFA romance. Cup, Talk about bride's nighty. What about the St. romance St. of the FFA Cup? What about St Albans? They defeated Parramatta FC 1-0 yep. and uh, Barry Devlin scored in the 34th minute. What a story. So I love the stories behind the stories. Now, apparently Barry is a tradesman. No, no, I don't know. Look, I'm going to call him a plumber. <laughs> it or sounds a, like a used car yeah, salesman. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call him a plumber or electrician. But apparently he's normally a dower centre half. He's one of these guys that stops goals, puts his body on the line, uh, delicate touch, not so much as a centre half. <laughs> But they threw him up front as the, as the, as the prong in this uh, sudden-death, giant-killing performance. Cracks one from outside the box, top corner where spiders live, and they win 1-0. Unbelievable. Now, I'm going to call him a tradesman because it adds to the story, right? <laughs> he's an electrician or a plumber, and he does that. For me, that's his moment in the sun. Yes. And uh, I think everyone in the FFA Cup deserves that moment in the sun, and, uh, and certainly... Um, uh, we we had that with a couple of the performances in the first round last week, and also uh, and, games last and night. And let the nightclubs of St Albans open their doors. <laughs> no, and that, to that guy, the four D club. What was his name, Carlos? <laughs> uh, Barry Devlin. He was up, Barry. He was up at five thirty the next morning in a trench. Yep. Putting in plumbing somewhere yep. unaffected. He didn't even have a shower. No, he's still wearing the gear. <laughs> the unaffected. <with> mud. <laughs> so that's a story. That's a romance. He's, he's gone to work with the shin pads yeah. on. Vinny, that's the bridey's nighty coming off. <laughs> romance of the FFA Cup. That's the romance. Ecstatic Andy from St Albans. Uh, oh, good on you, Andy. Might have had a bit of romance. He's uh, basically saying Saints in the last sixteen of FFA Cup. So. This is uh this has also captured the imagination. Yeah, if if there's anyone out there listening from St Albans, I know we've got a big uh big listenership out there. Yep. Start texting in, tell us how you feel right now. How have you celebrated the the performance? Because now you're in the last sixteen, you could be up against, most likely be up against one of the A League clubs, and give us a tip on how you think you're going to go. Well, Perth Glory defeated uh, Newcastle Jets two nil. Uh, Adelaide defeated Wellington Phoenix one nil, and. Uh, Tuggeranong uh, United played uh, South Hobart mm. and uh, won on penalties. They won on penalties. Canberra versus Canberra versus Tasmania, yeah. and that's great, isn't mm. it? That you know those two competitions. You know, Canberra's been a traditional hotbed yep. of talent. We used to have the Canberra Cosmos back in the NSL days. But this South Hobart team made the final, the national final, of the NPL competition last year against Sydney United. Lost in the final, but that's how good they are. Yep. They're a very impressive team. By the way, why was it on TV last night? Yeah, I, I, yeah, well, I've got to say, uh, I, I raised that. I was outraged on halves today, mm-hmm. and I was so outraged they decided to get Adam Peacock on the line. Oh, did they? And I told him I was outraged. <laughs> and he said, I explained that they only got 30,000 uh, ratings last time. So for three days afterwards, everyone that's all it was. people were talking about, the FFA Cup. Surely you would have thought about you know, maybe uh, telecasting each one because they want to go. They're going to start doing it again in the round of sixteen, and I thought last night would have been perfect. Again. They didn't ask me, and I wasn't one of those. I was watching. I wasn't one of those guys. Counted thirty thousand. There was more than thirty thousand watching it for sure. I reckon. No, well, they know what the well, ratings oh, are. How do they know? Well, they want to <laughs> make it up. They've got machines for these things. Oh, machines. Advertisers pay a lot of money. I know. For, for that kind of. I reckon they underestimate. 
Get Adam Peacock back on the line. I'm outraged. <laughs> no, but they should have had it on TV. I know, I know we've spoken about it, but how, how good a concept is, how timely a concept is it? And, and it gets the, the Cinderella story yep. put on the front page. So someone, it, it's going to mean something to someone at some point. Yep. And it's exposure. Absolutely, and uh, next week it's, there's, there's another one that probably will capture the imagination. Hopefully, Blacktown City versus Bentley Green. Oh yes, um, that's uh, happening. Good game. In, uh, but you got Seven some Hills. other. You got some. I'm sorry for all our listeners out there. Out I where? won't be able out to where? get to. I won't be I able know, to get we to were Ballarat. Talk, we were talking last week about making the road trip to Ballarat, Melbourne City versus Sydney FC. Mm. What a cracking game that's going to be. Um, and uh, I don't think we're going to make it. But uh, thanks for the invites on Facebook, everyone out there, to the different pubs and clubs around uh, Ballarat. Uh, we we probably have to be on call here at SEN just in case something big happens I've had a to look be able at, to talk about it. I had a look at the long-term forecast next week. I think it's meant to be 11 degrees in Melbourne. So Damien Duff, like, <laughs> he spent time at Newcastle. Like He will just absolutely eat Ballarat weather up. I think he'll It'll start. be minus five in Ballarat. Yeah, it will be. It'll be freezing. Mm. It's going to be fantastic if, uh, as... Andy on the text messages says, um, a little club will make a semi-final. As a Saints fan, want the easiest route there. Yep. Give me a little team at home, my little team at home. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Anyway, and I wish, they'd, I wish they'd played at, uh, I forget the name of the St Albans ground. Mate, our friends out there will be able to send us through. Uh, it's a part, is it not Partridge? It's no, not it's Kings a, Park. I no, think no. that's where the AFL team Send play. us through the name, but if they played the semi-final there, it would be fantastic. No. no, no, I've forgotten the name of it. But, uh, anyway. The, but if they played a semi-final there against an A-League club, God, that would be fantastic. So, ne- g'day, boys. Never been a football fan, but the St Albans win has got me listening. Go, St Albans. Dan in Toongabby. Okay. Toongabby, is that in New South Wales anyway? Um, <laughs> um, Churchill Reserve. Uh, yeah, Thank you very much, thank Anonymous. You. That's yeah. great. Hey, guys, over 200 Saints fans travelled to Sydney last night. Crazy atmosphere. Joe in West Footscray. Uh, well done, guys. You, Joey. And, uh, congratulations. Yeah. You know, big thank you to uh, all the loyal fans at the Golf View Hotel in Sefton for their hospitality and then uh, coming home after work to support the boys. I should be so lucky, 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 See, lucky. This is bringing everyone together. It really is bringing it because mm. the whole, you know, the whole ridiculous marketing campaign from 10 years ago, old football, you know, what is it, old soccer, new football and all that sort of garbage. Uh, now people are feeling a part of it. And, and teams, clubs like St Albans, a lot of hardworking people for decades and decades have built that club from nothing, built that, uh, that, that facility there at Churchill Reserve, and it's not always been easy for them. And now they get the chance to, you know, go into a last 16 of a knockout competition and, and be on TV and, and uh, you know, like the South Springvale boys. Suddenly yeah. they became, you know, celebrities for, for 15 minutes of their lives, and it's, it's something they'll never forget. It's fantastic. The other thing that's really cool, and I think it's a trickle-down effect and, and, and a result of um, the positive influence of Melbourne Victory and their supporter base and the, the, the Melbourne City formerly Heart fans, is that people will travel now. And and you, you've almost got two teams. You've got, mm. You might have your big A-League team. You've obviously got your big A-League team. And because you're, you're passionate about them... If your local team is going somewhere, that's your second team. And, you know, those guys travelling up is awesome. And that, that's yeah. sensational. That's what we want. Absolutely. And so next week, there's a couple of big games. Adelaide City take on Western Sydney Wanderers. That'll be a good one. Blacktown, as I said, against uh, Bentley Greens. Sydney United, 58 FC against uh, Far North Queensland Heat. And Melbourne City take on uh, <laughs> Sydney FC. Is that FQ? <laughs> it's so funny. Did I? The Far North Queensland Heat. 
Yeah, what did I say? What? No, no, no it's just a funny why name. They'd just be well, North Queensland Heat. F and Q because no, why couldn't they? <laughs> why did they need to emphasise far? Well, because, because it Queensland's is far. a big state. Anyway, it's a big state. We would have got it if they just called themselves <laughs> North Queensland Heat. Yeah, but they're far north. Yeah. But it's suggesting that the, the heat in far north Queensland is different. Actually, I think that's they should have like been called it. Top End Wednesday. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> top End nice. Wednesday. I like that. I like that. <laughs> hey, what about the circus? It's uh, off to Sydney uh, on the, on Sunday. Yeah, the circus. Um, the All-Stars take on Juventus. Yep. With or without animals? With is this, a, is this an animal-less circus or just... Well, like, are you agreeing it? it's a circus all of a sudden, though? Because I've been saying this for a long time. This whole concept, there's something desperately wrong. They should be having a team, you know, a recognised team cir- playing Juventus. Not this, this uh, I don't know, this thrown together... You know, Smorgasbord. To, yeah, the, the, the fans. Pick no disrespect to our fans because they're our listeners out there. But your <laughs> job, fans, is to go and support your your team. You know, get on talk back here, debate with the Diego's. You know, speculate about what you would have done. But your your job is not to pick a team, <laughs> especially against Juventus, and not to pick the coach. So for me, it's a circus. And because it's a circus, the only thing I'm looking forward to, because I still watch the circus on the weekend. Oh, you're going to watch it. The only thing I'm looking forward to, and Vinny, you had a selfie with this man, <laughs> Del Piero. I'm going to watch very, very closely. I hope there's a Del Piero cam, because I want to watch closely whether he starts crying at all. He played for 20 years for, this, uh, for the opposition Juventus. He's going to play with teammates that he played with, that he was very intimate with. And I reckon there's going to be tears, because this, be this could be his last game ever. Can I ask? So I'm, gonna, I'm taking interest I, in that. I, I can't even say his name. I'm that upset with him. <laughs> and, you know, he wants to play. For, sorry, Warren. I get emotional about this issue because I did have a photo with him. Um, <laughs> he says he wants to play another year somewhere. Why didn't he just stay here? No, but Seriously. I, my understanding is, and that's, I'm glad you said that, and because I said, I thought that he actually gave the impression that it wasn't absolutely totally out of the question that he might re-sign for Sydney FC for one year. Yeah, but they've got to want to. They've got to want yeah, to. Yeah, I know, but he didn't dismiss it. Yeah, but he's talking about this decision was made a long time ago and they just couldn't come to terms. They decide to go a different path. He is waiting for – he'll end up playing in Thailand or one of those the countries because there was an interest in from Asia for him to go and play some guest games. If he still wants to play, just play guest games. Just go from country to country, uh, Alessandro, we, we, we did mention many a show ago that there should be an ambassador system yeah. by, by FIFA where you just let a player go. Yeah. Call know. it the project system. Yeah. And you know what? You, you, give, you give his partner the, the, the map of the world and you, where do you want to go? Yeah, we'll make right. it happen. That's Pick right. a country. That's right. I'll go help. So mm. That's happening on Sunday in Sydney. The All-Stars take on Juventus. Is that on Fox? Oh, I'm, not sure. I'm pretty sure it is. But, uh, can, sorry, Rodrigo, can I interrupt? Does Gumbau just talk? He's got all these all-star players. Mm. Does he just say to them, so how's your pre-season going? What, what sort of formations are <laughs> you doing? Tell me, it's all right. We're safe. Getting the yeah. inside information. You're getting the inside. I don't like that. I don't like them. I don't like my the, the players I barrack for getting intimate and, and personal with, with the enemy gaffer. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's many things wrong with this whole concept. And the fact that we got beaten 5-1 by Manchester United in front of 80,000 people last year uh, doesn't make me feel any bitter about this mob because this Juventus team's, what, two weeks away from starting the City yep. campaign? And we're still in we, – we, we're, we're playing in a team that was picked by fans, a coach that was picked by fans – and 
they've only been thrown together. They played the young Socceroos last night and drew nil all, and they weren't even the better side. I don't know. There's a lot of things wrong with it. It's on seven, mate. Rob in West. Is it? It's great. Yeah. Oh. Just uh, we uh, thanks for that uh, to all of our text messages. Just a, a bit of uh, information on our um, knowledge of where where places are in Australia. Um, Toon Gabby near Lake Glen, Maggie. Um, that's Hayfield. Um, yeah, okay. Central Dan. Victoria. Yes. Yep. Central Victoria. Thank you. Sorry about my ignorance there. Gee, um, Hayfield's I know where Glen Maggie is, but yeah, yes. but Hayfield's miles away. Yeah, absolutely. Glen Maggie in a good way, miles yeah, away. Yeah, not, yeah, 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 no, nice place, lovely place. Hey, you fellas, far north Queensland is Cairns area. North Queensland is Townsville. Big difference to locals. Wayne in Townsville, thank you very much. Thanks, for Wayne. Good on you, mate. There. Lovely and, place, Townsville. Oh yes, a lot okay. of stingers though. Oh, so a lot of stingers, I, uh, Wayne. I hope you're getting some time in that on that beautiful water. Because whenever I'm up in Townsville, it's uh, the stingers are there and you can't swim. So I was in deep south Queensland today. Yeah. <laughs> well, deep south. In, yeah. like Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah, actually, <laughs> they've got a lot of characteristics of other deep south parts of the world too, just very quietly. But who was that text message that, that talked about North Queensland and far North Queensland? Wayne in Townsville. So he's saying Cairns is far North Queensland, whereas Townsville is just North Queensland? Yep. Yes. So people in Cairns don't follow the Cowboys? Get back to me on that one, Wayne. Anyway, this is a football show. Um, stick around. We'll take a break now and come back with more of the Diegos on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. The secret to being a coach is to keep the six guys who hate you from the six guys who are undecided. This has been a profound coaching moment by the four Diegos. On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. Coming around the home stretch here on a Wednesday night. Don't forget, after the Diegos, it's our all-night appetite with uh, Scott Cooney and uh, Shane Donahue's in the chair from 12 till 2. Make sure you stay listening to those boys. Hey, uh, the hot topic tonight has gone off. Uh, who will finish ahead uh, in the English Premier League table? Will it be Manchester United or Liverpool? Uh, getting some interesting uh, ones here. Um, basically, uh, most of them have been saying that uh, it's Manchester yeah. United. I think. I think that's going to be how it's going to finish <laughs> on the text message. On the text message, that is so surprising. <laughs> on the that is, I'm just hang absolutely. On, was not, astounded hang on, you're by saying that. you're saying to me, you're saying to everyone in Melbourne that uh, that there's there's either. Liverpool fans not listening tonight, or Liverpool fans not picking up their phones and, and texting or ringing up. Uh, there was 96,000 of them that went to the MCG. There's plenty of Liverpool fans out there, and none of them are ringing in, backing you. I'll simply say this. Liverpool fans at this moment have listened to the hot topic, are quietly contented and gone off to bed and are just <laughs> listening to us. Whereas Manchester United fans, deeply troubled, <laughs> deeply troubled, confused, not knowing what will happen, feel the need to vent when Liverpool fans don't. We are comfortable where we sit and we're comfortable where we're going, whereas Man U, they're in a state of flux and turbulence, Carlos. That's the reason why they're texting. Simple. Celtic have more chance of winning the Champions League than Liverpool winning the EPL. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, no, Darren's always a good one. Man United have, will have to worry about finishing above Everton before thinking about <laughs> Liverpool. And um, if Man United finish above us, I'll come in and let Carlos get me back for all my stirring about his secret love of Liverpool. Thanks there, uh, Darren in Baronia. Really appreciate that. Um, hey, 
some interesting stuff as well. Here's one. Jason, what are you doing moving to the EPL, Jason? It'll ruin your career, Jason. Too many long balls, Jason. Should have went to Spain and played beautiful football, Jason. That's uh, Craig Foster from <laughs> Studios. Thank you very much, Craig. It's always nice to hear. Um, he's taking over from Les, isn't he? Because Les is retired. Oh, oh, absolutely. He's being groomed, uh, you know, so, well, even when Johnny Warren was there. Which airport did we see him in? Somewhere. Uh, well, Les? Yeah. No, Les and Craig. Yeah, we, we saw, okay. No, yeah. You didn't. You were. On you a were. Flight. You were actually. You were in Brasilia. We were in. Uh, we were in São Paulo. There you okay, go. Okay. There you go. Oh, you just were. again, I just want to congratulate the uh, St Albans uh, fans for making it over there to to Sydney. Over two hundred Saints fans travelled to Sydney last night. Uh, crazy atmosphere, Joe in West Footscray, and thanks to all the fans. Uh, of St Albans who have been texting us tonight. Uh, congratulations. Also, the flatmate of Barry Devlin, yeah. the, the, the match-winning scorer, the, the, the goal scorer, he had a very interesting SMS that he yeah, sent in, he, wasn't he? He's a butcher and he loves lamingtons. Okay, so Barry's a butcher. So yeah. I knew it was a trade. That's a trade. Well, he, was at the mark- he was at the market at 4.30. Yeah, that's right. cows. Yeah. It was a long day. <laughs> it was a long day. Hey, guys, just before we go, a couple of uh, marquee signings in the A-League. Robert Corrin, Slovenian, has joined Melbourne City in the A-League. Uh, what do we know about him? Uh, uh, good player. Captain very, his country very in good, a World Very Cup. good professional. Hull City, uh, played with Richard Garcia. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that that's the reason why he should be a marquee player. But uh, there has been a bit Garcia. of criticism, though, of the fact that he they don't feel that, that he's a big enough name to, to be bestowed that marquee spot. But I just think they've got David Villa coming. That's marquee enough, even though it's guest player. Robert Corrin's going to be a great player for them. Uh, if, he's, if he's anywhere near the form that he's displayed in the EPL over the last three or four years, he'll be one of the best players in the league, which will help them win games, which the, is important. The club said he ticked all the boxes. Well, that's a marquee. He player. ticked them by himself, or <laughs> I don't know. Someone helped him. <laughs> yeah, his, his handwriting's really, really good. And what about Sydney FC? Um, Mark Yanko, the Austrian, uh, is uh, the thirty-one-year-old. Uh, yeah, in, in football terms, that's that's quite a young age these days. Thirty-one, uh, captain uh, uh, Austria scored seventeen goals in forty games for Austria. Guy can play. Mm. Apparently, he's a bit of a baby giraffe too, Vinny. He's a Josh yeah, Kennedy. Can, yeah, he's, yeah, he's huge. Yeah. There's there's oxygen altitude issues with him. It's interesting. interesting. Those two players are going to be great players Mm. uh, because they're still playing well, and I think they still can still play international football. So I know uh, what's his name, Misford, played international football. Yes, yes, yeah. But so there's no guarantee there. But uh, I think these guys here are terrific players. I don't know whether people are excited by the fact that they're marquee though, because they're used to Del Piero's of this world. So. Absolutely. And Billy Slesky, uh, where do you go? And you, Billy. Newcastle. Newcastle Jets, yeah. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. I'll finish by Billy. And before we go, uh, Warren, it's probably 50% Broncos, 25 Cowboys, and 25 the rest. That's Okay, uh, that's interesting. Thanks for that. And I, that was a genuine question. No, no, no I wasn't harsh, was I? No, I wasn't. No. I'm interested in that. That All was right. good. That's it for this week's show. Thanks for your involvement on the uh, SMS machine and also your calls tonight. Don't forget All Night Appetite with Scott Cooney after 12 to 6 and Shane Donoghue from 12 to 2. So remember, Cuddlosh. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll be there. Wherever you Samba Rumba and La Bamba, we'll be there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll be there. Wherever gringos play football, we'll be there. We are the 40 Acres.